This podcast is brought to you by Knowledge at Wharton. For more information, please visit knowledge.wharton.upenn.edu. Rajat Bagaria, a sophomore studying in both the Wharton and Engineering schools, is the author of What High School Didn't Teach Me, and he has a startup that creates technology to help the blind, Third Eye Technologies. He's here today to talk with Knowledge at Wharton High School about his life as a student, author, entrepreneur, and speaker. Rajat, thank you for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. So we have a few questions for you just about um, your experiences as an author and entrepreneur. So first, let's discuss your latest entrepreneurial endeavor. How did you come up with the idea to provide visual assistance to the blind? Yeah, so I think the, the reason that we kind of started Third Eye is that all of us, all of us co-founders, we really believe in like doing something with massive impact, right? Something that can literally change the lives of people by 10 times. That's our, that's our metric, 10 times, right? So we don't want to build something or work on something that offers like a 10% increment on lives, right? Uh, and we really believe that just watching visually impaired people, you know, they, everything they do, they're kind of dependent on others. They consistently have to ask for help. You know, things that you and I take for granted, like recognizing between money or recognizing that you're eating soup, you need to put a spoon inside, to recognizing that this is a Coke bottle, this is a water bottle. You know, things that we take for granted, but they're really difficult for some people, right? And we just couldn't imagine life like that. So we believe that kind of changing these this group's lives would be lead us to have a big impact on the world. And that's kind of why we decided to work on it. That's great. Um, how did that inspiration turn into wanting to actually start the company, and what stage is Third Eye Technologies in these days? Yeah. So, I mean, like, it was a pretty um, simple story, so to say. We actually started at a hackathon. We actually started at PenApps. Um, it was just, like, three close friends. We had met in some of our computer science classes, and we were like, we just get along together. And not, we didn't have any company idea in mind. We were just like, let's build something. Um, we got our hands in Google Glass, and we were like, okay, let's build something to help the blind. Um, and we ended up doing really well at the hackathon, and as a result of that, a bunch of investors in the Philly areas, in the Philly, New York areas, um, and also advisors, just entrepreneurs, were like, hey, you guys should potentially consider doing this full-time. Um, well, of course, doing school. Um, but take it to the next level, right? And we were like, we didn't really think there's any opportunity cost to that, right? We, we're students. We're, we're paying a ton of money to go to the school already. Um, you know, we're already paying rent. It's, it's like, what do we have to lose, right? Like, the only thing that can happen is learning, even if we did fail. And that's kind of the mindset we kind of went in going in. It's been a phenomenal journey. I've learned so much about everything and anything, right? Some From, like, managing my own psychology, because it is tremendously difficult to, like, working with a team. I think I learned how hard working with people, managing people actually is. I learned uh, how to do like basic finance, accounting, how to, of course, do more software, how to do like design, like how to um, like get press and everything else. And these are all things that I think will be helpful later on in life. Um, but yeah, Third Eyes are a really good place right now. That's awesome. And especially me as a freshman, it's really great to hear about your experiences and the fact that you can delve into this passion of yours while also being a student yeah, here. Yeah. So some more about um, your book, What High School Didn't Teach Me. Yeah. Um, so I think this is something that I think all students will resonate with, right? I, I kind of went through the system, um, kind of just taking it all in. I didn't really react much. You know, I, I went through the system, you know, do well in school, do all the extracurriculars, you know, kind of get into college and then take it from there, right? And at the end of my senior year, I was like, that was kind of stupid. Like, w- what did I kind of learn these last four years, right? I, I got into a phenomenal school, but like, 
is that really the point of life, just to get into things, right? Get into the next job, get a promotion. I was like, this is very, it doesn't really work. And I, the more I considered it, I was like, throughout these last four years, I was just being forced to memorize, 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 right? I really didn't have much say in what I was doing. It was just like, take all information in, spit it on a test, learn more information, spit it out again, and just do this over and over again, right? It, it really wasn't working. And a lot of my friends, you know, like, they, the first question they would ask is, is this going to be on the test, right? And that, that makes it very obvious that the only thing you, you care about is a grade. Because from a very early age, schools have kind of conditioned us to kind of only focus on the students' motivation, get a good grade, and if we don't do that, we're kind of punished, right? You know, we're, if, you, if you try to act creative, if you try to uh, do something that the teacher doesn't want you to do, uh, don't listen to instructions, you automatically get a B. And now there's negative reinforcements from not only the parents, but also from the school to do well. And because of this, we, we become very you know, nonchalant to taking risks. We don't want to take risks. We became very focused on just this very small box, and, and we just want to focus on it. I really feel like we're really killing creativity based on that. So what would you say are three key takeaways from your book that you think high school students should know? So I think the number one thing is that because the system is so focused on, like, you know, standardized tests, right, teachers need to prove to others, basically, that these students learned something from point A to point B, right? And because of that, like, memorization really thrives. But I think something that's really important is to really focus on learning for the sake of learning. Uh, now, I know that's sometimes hard, right, because it's, it's, there's often subjects you don't really care about, right? But what I found is really special is just, like, if there is something that you really don't think is that interesting, just tell yourself it's interesting. It's almost like a self-fulfilling prophecy, right? Uh, I, I wasn't too fan of, like, learning languages at the time. Now I am. But, like, at the time I was learning Spanish, I didn't really enjoy it. But I just said, okay, I'm going to learn Spanish just for the sake of learning it, not for the sake of getting grade. And... Now I just love Spanish, and I love to travel to Spanish-speaking countries, and I, can, I actually find it useful. So I think the, the, first, the first thing to focus on is just learning for the sake of learning, um, but also try to make it somewhat practical, right? And, and what I mean by that is kind of relating what you learn to your life experiences, right? And that really leads to, like, long-term potentiation. Basically, you learn something, and you act, actually apply it to your own life, right? Uh, so maybe if you're learning, like, derivatives in math class, right? Try to take this concept and actually apply it to something you're doing. Because if you apply it to your own life, you're gonna actually learn it and care about it. And if you care about it, you're fundamentally gonna remember it and, and like want to learn it, right? And I think that's a really important, uh, really important, right? You actually have to want to learn something. It can't be like, oh, she's just making me memorize it, he's making me memorize it, right? And I think the third thing is actually probably more important than the first two. Um, and that would be really I personally think that everyone should kind of gain its entrepreneurial experience, um, right? I, I think I'm going to pursue entrepreneurship, but I think there's a beauty in entrepreneurship in that you, you have this idea in your head, right? Everyone has ideas. And you have to take this idea and bring it to a reality. And because of that, you're intrinsically motivated, right? Because it's your thing. And, and you're, not, you're gonna put up with all the crap that comes at your face because there's gonna be a lot of it. And you have to go through it and you have to learn how to put up with failure. You have to learn how to like learn yourself, right? Nobody's gonna spoon feed you the stuff. Um, so no matter what you do, maybe you're interested in history, maybe you're interested in like dentistry or law or like whatever else, teaching. I would recommend students to just do something of their own, an independent project, and take this idea in your head and bring it to reality. And in between, you're gonna learn more than really school could ever teach you. 
So clearly you've had some great success in work with your book and as well as your company, but what would you say your greatest misstep was so far and what did you learn from it? Yeah, so I think uh, it, the reason I, again, like, it was, it was a great position to be in, right? I just finished my senior year of high school and, you know, after going to college, there wasn't much to do, right? It was like the last summer before coming to school, uh, last summer with family, uh, and I was like, okay, what, what's the best thing I can do with the summer? Um, and I didn't really want to work anywhere. I think I just liked working for myself, um, which is a, a personal satisfaction. But, like, what can I do? And I thought, you know, this is a really big problem I want to solve, so let's work on this book, right? It was pretty crazy. Everyone else was like, you know, a lot of my friends were like, what makes you think you can write a book? Like, who do you think you are, right? But I was just like, okay, this needs to happen. This needs to exist, right? Uh, and, and the problem is that, like, so many, every high school student has the same sentiments I do, but everyone's just like, oh, I graduated. Who cares now? I'm going away. I don't care anymore. Uh, and so nobody does anything, right? And then you have these people who are 40 and 50 kind of writing, out, writing about education. But the thing is, like, I wrote this book, um, and I, I vastly underestimated how long it would actually take. I, I thought, you know, I'll get it done in a month, and I'll be done. Right? I was like, okay, I'm going to write 5,000 words a day, which I thought somehow I'd be able to do, and it'll be okay, right? But editing took forever. Um, and because of that, I really didn't have much of a chance to do anything with the book, right? I kind of I published it out, but uh, I didn't really have a chance to like set up a community or set up uh, a time for like people to actually do something with it, right? Uh, which I think could have been really successful. Um, something like what four-hour work week Tim Ferriss has done. I didn't think I, I think that's the biggest miss up out of it. Okay, and um, looking forward, where do you see yourself in five years? Ideally, I figure out some problem I'm deeply passionate about, and I dedicate life to kind of solving that problem, right? Just startups, entrepreneurship, I think. I don't know exactly what that problem's going to be, um, but I'm really leaning towards like shared economy, internet of things space right now. Okay, great. Thank you so much for being here today and Thank for so talking with us about your experiences. Of course. Thank you so much. Thank you. For more business news and analysis from Knowledge at Wharton, please visit knowledge.wharton.upenn.edu.